When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you are teaching your child to ride their bike, head to Go Outdoors. I got the full range of the new wild bikes in stock at the moment. From size 14 inch to 24 inch wheels, they've got your children covered no matter what size they're on. And I'll tell you what, they would make the perfect Christmas gift because that is your textbook Christmas present, isn't it? Riding a bike, getting a bike wrapped under the tree with a lovely bow. If you committed, getting the wrapping paper around it all, even though you can obviously tell what it is. It's just what it's all about. I remember getting my bike at Christmas and it was covered with a blanket out of my dad's car. But they told me that Santa broke into his car to get it so that I couldn't (laughs) see what it was. And I believed it. Classic. (laughs) (laughs) Felon Father Christmas. (laughs) Just head to gooutdoors.co.uk to get started. A Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and welcome to the festive edition of Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Yes, glad tidings we bring to you and your kin, which I always thought was king. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I think everyone did, man. I, yeah, it should be, uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but yes, we are here. We are here to give you a festive special. My name is Adam. Thank you so much for joining us once again. And I am joined as I always am, unless he's ill or out on a date. Or doing something else that's weird. Mr. Cotney John. How you doing, bro? You all right? I'm all good, mate. All good. So we'll start. Obviously, people listening to this won't be able to see us. Um, last year in the January sales, we got Christmas jumpers from the WWE shop because we are mid-30s to uh, early 40s. Uh, I am currently in a light-up Undertaker Christmas jumper. And uh, my good pal there, Cotney John, is in a light-up rock Christmas jumper so it doesn't matter we're getting in the we're getting in (laughs) Scottish rock there for you ladies and gentlemen it doesn't matter Um, we are getting in the festive festive spirit for you because we are nearly there guys when this episode gets released what are we a week away I think it's a week away exactly yeah a week week. away to Christmas Eve yeah week week Christmas Eve yeah now, when you talk about Christmas, you talk about family, friends, yeah. food, drink, mm. and the other thing, music. But the other thing that's always in there, always in there, because you rarely do it all year round, Christmas movies. 
And um, some of you know, I know you're a big say. fan. Love a Christmas. Yeah, movie. I know you're a big fan. So what's so what? Before we get on to what we're going to give you uh, this episode, guys, we're going to do sim- similar-ish uh, episode as normal. Um, but we're going to give you our top three, our ultimate uh, favorite top three Christmas movies. We're each going to uh, give you our top three. We're going to do the Christmas movie plot in one sentence, and then we're just going to talk just all things Christmas, like maybe some unpopular Christmas opinions. We will see how we go. But before we do, uh, what is, uh, Cotney John, what is Christmas about to you, my friend? I mean, Christmas has changed the day Oshin was born, didn't it? It's, It's now, it's just all about him. And of course, you know, his little sister as well. It's... It's all about them having a magical day, having that that waking up, knowing that Santa's been, mummy and daddy are there to open the presents with you, sharing that joy, sharing that happiness. You know, you've got Nana in the kitchen putting, we have croissants every Christmas day for breakfast. Oh, really? Know? Christmas yeah. croissants? Yeah, Christmas croissants. With anything, what, what's croissants. on them? Just a bit What's of butter, maybe a bit of jam. Okay, okay, I'm feeling it's it. Just, it's just something that I think it was my dad, you know, my dad always wanted to be a little bit more bourgeois than, uh, okay. than he actually was. But uh, so, yeah, so I think, you know, <laughs> we used to get up and treat ourselves to croissants back in the day, and it's something that I've carried on doing. It would just wouldn't have you got? Right. Have you got, have you got a, a, like, apart from the croissants, obviously, mm. the old. Le Croissant. Have you got like a Christmas tradition that you um that you instill when, when maybe something you did when you were a kid or you know that you do with Oshin now and obviously his, his little sister? Well, crazy. I think like our traditions are pretty uh they're pretty standard, you know. It's like we got the stocking. Um when when I grew up it was it was just that, you know, the tradition was the tree. The tradition was the turkey. You know, it was, it was right. all the, the actual traditional traditions. So I think uh, the new there are a lot of new traditions now, you know, with Elf on the Shelf. What's that been mm-hmm. going about 10 years now? And um, yeah. we have uh, we have a couple little more, like the, the House Mouse delivers a little present on Christmas Eve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we, what was that yeah. the what mouse the what the mouse? house the, mouse the house mouse the and, house and obviously mouse. you know like if any children are listening to this you know we're not hopefully going to give any uh yeah i mean away, that, but you know i'm guessing I mean, the, the house, house mouse, mouse is very you, much like a is it like a tooth fairy easter bunny father christmas sort yeah of and you know because i'm just it, thinking in your actual house there could easily be a house mouse that could get hold of something. I mean, the mice in my um, house are frozen, <laughs> so we we I keep them in the freezer. Uh, it no, is the cold. house mouse. All of a sudden, you know, one day the house mouse's little door appears in the sideboard. Uh, and oh, then, I think I may. Have, yeah, I think yeah. I may know something like this, but yeah. And then uh, see, we don't yeah, see. I'd... If if obviously if Oshin and Grace have been good this year and uh the house mouse has noticed then it'll leave a little uh little something out for them on christmas eve little treat please tell me if they've if they've not been that good the house mouse doesn't just leave you know christmas chocolate droppings outside <laughs> there <laughs> that does just takes a piss on the pillow 
Oh man, yeah. Well, I um, I mean, it's funny actually because some of the Christmas traditions that I remember, it's uh, you know, going back to when I was a kid, was what my mum and dad used to do was we'd have to all wait upstairs, mm. and then we'd all have to come downstairs together, eat cereal or whatever it may have been, waffles yeah. or, or uh, pancakes or whatever, round the table. Couldn't go in the living room. Maybe Father Christmas footprints were there, a bit of talc powder, whatever you did, mm. whatever you use. And then we'd sit there and then as soon as, you know, we'd get the go-ahead. And then we'd all have to like line up in age order mm. and we'd go into um, the living room but singing like a, a textbook Christmas Were you still song. the biggest in age order by any chance? <laughs> no, we're, we're, going, we're going back many a year. Oh, now. right. Um, what song? But yeah, so we'd like... We'd sing, you know, something like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, oh, um, yeah. but without, just without those added bits. I, like, yeah, I don't want to yeah, sound yeah. like a Grinch. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to sound like a Grinch. Yeah, Bart Simpson was funny when he did it like 20 years ago, <laughs> but I can't stand it. I can't stand it. You know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is a tune yeah. and it's actually a little bit of a, a little bit of a highlight of bullying and how it's not right. But um, also, but then when do, it know, starts do you know like, why he's got a red nose? Go on. Rob, it's a tumour. <laughs> Mate, we're on a festive episode, you absolute goat. Looks like your ass if you were listening to last week's. Um, but it's like, you know, like the classic like Rudolph, yeah. Red Reindeer, had a very shiny nose, and then and then it would be like, like a light bulb. It's like, whoa, whoa, don't put him down again. He's already had it from the rest of the reindeer. And then, you know, uh, and if you ever saw him, you could even say it grows like Pinocchio. no. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know, I'm, 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 no, I'm not having it. Just sing it normally. So anyway, we used to have that. Um, it's like when you take the then, mickey out of a smart kid at school and then you need to take your computer to him to be repaired when you're 35 and feel like a complete gin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, sorry about all that in high school, Rudolph. Uh, any chance you can take a look at my PC, pal? Um, that isn't my search history. I found it. Um <laughs> Private and then, <laughs> So, um, and then the other one, it was funny. When we were younger, we used to go to the church every Christmas Eve. Mm. We used to go to the church religiously, uh, you know, no pun intended, like <laughs> six o'clock or whatever it may have been. For the for the, for the evening mass, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah just like for just normal mass. And it used to be, I'm not going to lie, it, especially for someone with a child with ADD, it was difficult because mm. I'd be sat there, I'd be buzzing, I'd be so excited and then I'd have to sit there and it used to, I used to wait, you know, wait for the body and the blood of Christ. And then I knew it was nearly time to mm. go. Um, and then one year, and I always remember, um, it was, I'm sure it was 2001. I'm, I might have to double check myself on that. Mm. Uh, but I think it was 2001. I'll check because I'll know and I'll get onto it. Um, my mum and dad were driving towards uh, the church. It was 2001 driving towards the church and we you know bear in mind 2001 so what would i i'd have been 13 my brother would have been 15 my other brother 17 mm. so we're driving all cr- you know crammed in the back of the car and then suddenly my dad makes a little a little a little filthy a little cheeky left turn uh before the church way before the church and we mm. were going where are you going and he just parked the car up and he was like we're going cinema and i went what and he was like, we're going cinema. We thought, you're getting a bit too old for church now. It's okay. You go during school. You do all your school masses. It's all good. Mm. We're going cinema. And uh, we went to watch the first Lord of the Rings. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring, yeah, on Christmas Eve. And then from that point in 2001, up until roughly 2016, we went to the cinema every Christmas Eve. Really? Uh, which was which is a gr- yeah, amazing... That's it was a big amazing American tradition, thing, apart from, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, mate, I love it. And as soon as my kids get to an age where they can sit through a film, mm. Isla can, but obviously my, my boy can't yet. But I always remember there, there was a film out a few years ago, probably about 2008. I don't know if you've seen it, called Four Christmases. Yeah. Uh, Vince Vaughn, Reese yeah. Witherspoon. To be fair, <laughs> if, you, if you're looking for a forgettable rom-com with some festivities four christmases does have quite a few laughs in it to be fair but it's forgettable Um, in the sense that halfway through the film you forget what's happened at the start and you can't remember who any of the characters are yeah it's 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 very much it's not a a go-to christmas classic but it's definitely got its quotable moments and i always remember we bought tickets to it and uh my mum gave me the tickets and i was like Oh, I'll uh, I'll put them somewhere safe. So I put them. Now, bear in mind, I was what twenty at the time, still going to see Four Christmases on Christmas Eve. Legend. Um, I put the four, well, like the four or six tickets. I think my nana might have come, and I put them in the nativity scene. Uh, it might have been a little bit of uh, guilt that I wasn't going to church, but I put it into the nativity scene. The four tickets, right? And we got to the cinema, and my dad was like, "Right, where are the tickets?" And I was like. Mum, did you get them? And she was like, you, "You never told me where you put them." And I was like, "They're in the nativity scene." I think I, I think they were. I think Angel Gabriel was like holding them, and then um, <laughs> and then my dad, my dad was fuming, didn't want to like you know ruin Christmas yeah. for his twenty year old <laughs> living at home son. So he had to rebuy like six oh. tickets, but it was back in like it was when the cinema was really like busting you for dough yeah. and obviously then you add on the nachos for your 20 year old and things like that um but yeah so christmas traditions are massive and i can't wait you know i'm i i get my kids to sing a song when they're going in or get isla to sing a song uh when they're going in for the presents just because it's something i used to do as a kid mm. but when it comes to movies i think it's the one thing everybody there's there's a certain time and I would I think it's probably maybe mid to late November where you can really start getting getting those Christmas fixes on a weekly yeah. basis. When do you like first let yourself like bang a Christmas film on? For a Christmas film it's the first of December. So you don't watch anything festive? No. Pre No. no. I mean you are a stickler for the rules for Advent, brother. It's it's <laughs> I love a bit of Advent. Love a bit you of do. Advent. But nah, it it starts on the first because I've done it before, like when I was a student, you know, sort of like missing home, you know, working, going to uni, working a night job, just feeling horrible. And so I'd start the Christmas stuff a bit early, you know, sort of as a little treat to myself. But what I found was that by the time Christmas came, I was a bit done with it. All right, okay. Yeah, and it stopped having that... uh, special feeling you get when you're sat getting all cosy watching a christmas film do you know what i mean it, it just didn't have that yeah. same feel so i from then I, I decided no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna ignore it all until the first of december and that's what i do i made the vow and it's good man i love it because because when it comes i go full steam ahead from day one you know yeah 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 well that's it's crucial and, and i think when it comes to movies there are you know it's what it's like a classic Christmas song in it. If you make a classic Christmas song, if you make a classic Christmas movie, you yeah. basically never have to work again. 
because it's well, just, I mean, Mariah Carey is a yeah. prime example. She absolutely rakes it in every year just on that for that one, one so, tune. Yeah. Michael Bublé, obviously, you know, we're, we're big fans of him anyway, but I'm big fans of his other work, but his Christmas album just went to a different planet, his didn't it? Santa Baby is amazing. Santa his Santa Baby buddy. is... <laughs> Santa buddy. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it is great, to be fair. Well, do you know what? I was going to say, I'd actually forgotten one of our main traditions, right? And is when you said classic. Now, every year, Christmas Eve, we read uh, Night Before Christmas. And nice. I've got this uh, old pop-up book that my mum bought for me when I was little. And um, so every year we sit sit down, me and Oshin, and we read through the story and open the windows on the houses and you can look under the presents and behind the tree and all that. And uh, How so, much sellotape's on that fossil well, book? Do you know what? <laughs> so this book... <laughs> Is, is so old and it's got one little rip in it one little rip and I was like do you know what I'm going to get another copy of the same book so you know I've got a spare nice. went online it's like 300 quid bruv because it's like an old book that's out of print it's like 300 quid for this old pop up book of Night Before Christmas I'm sp- I'm glad you've kept it in, in such good nick. I mean, to be fair, though, it's not the sort of material, like all the other reading material we have, like all the pages are stuck together. So that's, it's nice that you've kept, it's nice that you've kept the night before Christmas. It's proper pages, it's such, not magazine um, pages. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I put a post out. Now, we've, we've, we've been telling you for a long time, head to Adam and Courtney John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook page, join in the chats there comment on the clips, whatever it may be. We we are loving your support. We're loving bringing you these episodes. In the new year, we will be bringing you uh, some more fantastic, you know, releases. The new releases coming in and it's Oscar season as well. So there will be loads to get our teeth stuck into. But I put a post out on the group and I said, with the upcoming Christmas episode on the horizon, what's your favourite Christmas movie and what's one people... Uh, what's one people like, but you just don't? Okay, so now this is this could be a little bit of a spoiler of maybe some of the choices for our top three, but we're not going to reveal our top three. Um, I've said I'll start. Home Alone two, I absolutely adore, um, and I don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. I'm going to throw that out there now. Don't like it. Now, some of the comments on this post were <laughs> controversial to say the least. Uh, Claire says, love Jingle All The Way, detest Elf. Uh, you know, Ooh. it's rare. It's rare that you get someone who detests Elf. Yeah. C- could be a feral hater. I don't know. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol's our favourite. Uh, don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. A lot of Nightmare Before Christmas mm. hate. Uh, love Santa Claus the movie. Uh, that's obviously the Dudley Moore version, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I love Nativity. Don't like Nightmare Before Christmas. My favourite is Gremlins. And I cannot stand anything on that awful Movies 24 slash Christmas 24 <laughs> channel. Now, yeah, I agree that's a that. fair shout. Now, yeah. My nana, God bless her, she turns 90 on Christmas Day and she would watch that channel on repeat and it has the textbook actors who may have had a TV show of some kind in the 90s. I'm thinking Dean Kane. That's who I'm thinking of. That's who's in my mind. Dean Kane 
And I'm just going to make this up out of the blue. Dean Kane. Now, if you don't know Dean Kane, he's like Superman in the Adventures of Superman. Uh, like TV show one, I think it was, was it Terry, Terry Hatcher, Hatcher was was Lois yeah. Lane. Yeah, love Terry Hatcher, Desperate Housewives. Mm. Shout out! <laughs> uh, but Dean Kane plays like a divorced father who's working all the time, and then he meets this woman who changes his life, and then he becomes a better father. There is no <laughs> script, there is no acting, there is no dialogue, but there is a kiss in front of a tree <laughs> in the snow at the end, and then they roll the credits with season's greetings and they think yeah we gave you a good movie no you didn't you've wasted 85 minutes of my time uh so absolute fair shout there by ross yeah. uh jingle all the way is the best i hate the holiday yeah I, I no mean, i i'm holiday. sorry I, I agree with that i agree no, with that could not disagree more and then you've got someone else kicking in here film about I love- airbnb it's just yeah, Airbnb. And I love, I love Airbnb. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I love Airbnb. Love the holiday. And and actually, yeah. uh, Adam and Cottage on Big Movie Podcast, uh, breaking news, there is a holiday too in the works with original cast. So I'm sure, Kerry, you will not appreciate that. I'm but sure uh, that in reply to Kerry's... Time wasting as the original. <laughs> Horrible. I hope film. it's called some original... Like the holiday too, um, or like if you're gonna like if you're gonna do it somewhere, like maybe they go to the Bahamas, you could say the holiday to the Bahamas, but with the number ooh, two. Ooh. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know. Um, so in re- response to Jingle All the Way is the best. I hate the holiday. There's a Clark Claire here with I love the holiday, and I'm not a fan of Home Alone. Right, Claire doesn't need to doesn't need to express her opinions anymore. <laughs> no, that is absolutely false, Claire. We accept your opinions, even though we grossly detest them. Um, <laughs> only joking. We appreciate you getting involved. Uh, this one absolutely goes for it. Gemma, I, I love all Christmas films. Elf, Miracle on 34th Street, Arthur Christmas, Love Actually, Home Alone, Home Alone 2, all brilliant. Then she kicks in with... I hate puppets. So a Muppet Christmas Carol is a big no from me. Um, Fair play. Uh, Then you've got... such a such a great, great film great film and then finally uh, Polar Express is a must watch for us Ooh, when we're putting the tree up. Now, that's a that's a controversial one for me. I have to be honest. I'd never mm. seen the Polar Express. Huge Tom Hanks fan. Huge Robert Zemeckis fan. But it never quite, it never quite appealed to me. Be, even being such a massive Christmas fan, yeah. And then my wife, uh, God love her, she she it was like one of her favourites. So when we first got together, she was like, "Oh, can we watch Polar Express?" I was like, oh, "I've never seen it," and we watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, like yeah, it's it's all right. It's it's all right. It's just not anything special." Uh, suppose my is, brother, yeah, and he absolutely hates it. He does not like the Polar Express at all. I mean, the thing is, and I, I mean, I say this a lot. I said it about the Ghostbusters remake. Um, oh, God. If I had a pound for every time you brought up the Ghostbusters remake. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a great film. I'd probably but have about eight it, pounds. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Get a decent kebab with that, bro. Uh, they're not made for us. They're made for kids. Why do adults keep thinking that these films that 
we want to remind us of when we were kids uh, are made for them. They're not. They're made for for the, our kids, and our kids love them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a cartoon yeah. Do you about know what that's... A, a kid going to the North Pole to meet Santa. That is not made for 30-year-old men or a bit older. No, <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. I think that's a lot of the time, like, you know, you see some films get slated and it's like, mm. well, just chill out. Now, Now we are hopefully going to be delivering you a, a end-of-year special after this Christmas one where we kind of give you our movies of the year. So we don't want to kind of give anything away. Um, but the movie Lightyear, okay? Completely not Christmas right. film related. Uh, the movie Lightyear, obviously Tim Allen was... Re- 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 what are you laughing at? <laughs> Just bringing up Lightyear in the Christmas special. <laughs> Listen, I'm light years ahead of the game. Anyway, <laughs> it's Tim Allen was replaced uh, by Chris Evans, obviously, a.k.a. Captain America, as the voice. Mm. It's a spin-off. It's a, basically a film based on the toy. Why the toy was made was based on this real, you know, movie, whatever. All of that kind of jazz I don't really care about. But I went to the cinema to watch Lightyear, and I loved it. It was mint. Mm. It was funny. Isla loved it. It was cool. It, yeah, I get it. It was Buzz Lightyear, Toy Story. It was a bit, you know, maybe they could have just done it. It, it, it could have been called Flight Year and they just didn't need to call him Buzz um, or like Russ Lightyear and just do it completely different. I've nothing but to it's do a with mint, Toy Story. It's a mint film. Well funny, good mm. action, amazing like design. And it got absolutely panned. And I'm sorry, it's not made for, like like you said, 50-year-old guys yeah. with notebooks. It's made for, yeah. like, 10-year-old <laughs> lads. Five-year-old lads who were just like, you know, girl, my daughter, my six-year-old daughter was just like, oh, my God, like, loved it. He had a little cat. I mean, mm. clearly Disney were like, right, what could we add that'll get everyone buying stuff? Right, let's add him, yeah. let's add a cat. And it's like, oh, my God, look at this cat. And I'm not going to lie, the cat was dece. I hate cats. <laughs> and I enjoyed the cat. Uh, anyway, I could talk about this all day, but there will be a, an end of year special coming. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Our top three. We can't um, we can't dwell for too long, um, but we want to give you our definitive top three, so that you can go away, agree, disagree. Uh, offer your opinion on the group. Give you uh, give us your top three. Uh, so we're just going to go from three to one. Uh, Cotney John, you go first. We'll both give our third choices, both give our second choices, and both our first. Uh, but we'll start off by giving a few honourable mentions that are not in the list. Mm. Okay, so not in my list is Home Alone, the first Home Alone. Okay, right. Right, Honourable yeah. mention, one of the goats. There's no doubt about it. Love, love, love it. Not in my top three. Love okay. actually. I, I, I touched upon it last week. Absolutely adore that film. Could watch it on repeat. No worries. Not in my top three. Mm. I am going. I'm going pure family friendly top three. To be honest. And then the other oh, one. I haven't. The other one I've gone for would have to be now there's been so many christmas carol films right mm. and 
one of my all-time favourites. I love the Muppet Christmas Carol, but Scrooged with Bill Murray is one of the greats. And my brother loves it. I think he made me watch it when I was younger. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it How scary is the, uh, oh, the, the cab driver. ghost of Christmas future? Oh, oh, no, no. The ghost of Christmas future. Was that he the big kind of like... When I was little. Yeah, yeah, like Grim Reaper looking with no face. Oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of the big Muppet, but I'm thinking of the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> like that massive Muppet. Um... <laughs> so go on, give give some... Oh, and, and sorry, I know I don't want to hug here. But again, yeah. we mentioned it last week as our forgotten gem. Jingle all the way. One of oh, my yeah. all-timers. But it's probably all-time top five. Doesn't make the top three. Cutney John, what are you, you going to give a shout-out to that doesn't make your list? So the one that didn't make my list, and there's a couple, obviously, but the original, The Snowman. Now, that was just an absolute classic in my house when I was little. Like, we loved it. Uh, we watched it every year on telly. Uh, but Oshin don't like it. He's just not bothered if, about if it. If he don't all. like it, it's Gads to go. He's got to go. He can't, he can't <laughs> make the top three. I mean, and to be fair, he can't watch one of the films on my top three. But still, <laughs> you got to have something for yourself. <laughs> you? And uh, what else, mate? But yeah, but the snowman, the Father Christmas, which I actually got him to sit down and watch the whole thing for the first time. Is that the one that's like not the, very the appropriate Christmas. for kids? No, no, it's it's appropriate for kids. It's it's the Raymond. Is Briggs. that not the one where? He's, I don't know, but is that not the one where he's like sat smoking? And, oh yeah, but I mean, and uh, gambling. The eighties, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He goes Vegas. What else are you gonna do? Well, yeah, fair. He's Father Christmas, but like he's from the East End, you know what I mean? And he, he lives in his little <laughs> two up, two down. And it's, it's two up, Father two Christmas down. spends his holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so you've gone for the old school. If you want to a, and a cigar, then let him. Well, yeah, fair play. Man. He works hard. He works hard one <laughs> day does. a week and gets all the credit for, for other mean, people's yeah. hard work. Um, so, okay, so you've cut... That's a bit like me, did it? <laughs> so, exactly, yeah, sprinkling glitter that Father Christmas, sprinkling I tell you. glitter. Um, so what... So you're giving Snowman, Father Christmas. What about Snowman and the Snow Dog? Any shout-out? Yeah, I mean, it exists. Good shout-out. Right, anything, el- yeah. <laughs> anything else? Anything uh, else? I mean... Sorry, my dog's just here trying to get me attention. Go away. Get the peanut butter away, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there, then really it goes into my list, you know. What I mean, because I, oh, okay. I, I, I am unfortunately one of them people that could sit there watching the Hallmark Channel all day, and I, I know they're rubbish, and I know they're awful, and I sit there filled with self-loathing because I enjoy those rubbish films, but I do. It's, right, it's number... It's fun, isn't it? Let's get... You just love Dean Kane. Uh, I love so Dean let's... Kane. Yeah, to be fair, I like Dean Kane. No no offence to Dean Kane if you are listening wherever you are, which I highly doubt, because you'd probably be making a movie now released for next year. Um, so, let's go into our top three. Cotney John, in at three. In at three, it's... 1st of December, putting the tree up with the decorations, uh, unless Oshin's with me, and that is Die Hard. The classic, is it, is it or isn't it? I don't care what Bruce 
I don't care what Bruce Willis says. He's wrong. It's a Christmas movie. It's set at Christmas. It's on Christmas Eve at a Christmas party. It's a Christmas film. Yeah. All there is to it. It's a great Christmas film. And it's got the Christmas wrap at the end, which is just horrible. It's brilliant. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It, it is a Christmas film. I'm obviously, it doesn't make you feel all fest, festive and jolly inside, mm. but it does make you think. If anything was to go down, he's just a normal guy. I could handle myself. Yeah. I mean, Die Hard. Could I run through smash glass in barefoot and a vest. Yeah, I've done probably. It. Yeah, I know I can. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it in my dreams multiple occasions around the festive period. Oh, I, um, I did it at uni. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's funny. I mean, Die Hard. You know, I didn't give it an honourable mention um, mm. in my, and it's not in my top three uh, because it's actually in my top three of all time. So I didn't want to give it just like a, you know, I didn't want to be lazy and just give it the festive option. But I yeah. massively understand and appreciate Die Hard as your number three. In at three for me, didn't have the original, but I am taking Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And let me tell you for why. Because you're a big fan. Even though, no, Donald Trump, I mean, to be fair, he directed him in the right way. That's the nicest thing Donald Trump has ever done, ever. (laughs) Um, But listen, Macaulay Culkin isn't as cute as he was in Home Alone 1. Wasn't as young and as innocent. Uh, Kind of was a bit more rude, maybe a bit more annoying. But New York, simple as that. New York, Christmas time. Yeah. It was magic. I've been to New York and my dream is to go around Christmas time. Uh, See, I went in January and they still had a lot of the decorations up. Well, I wouldn't want to do that. I'm not going going New York on a January sale. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was my birthday, bruv. But do you know what, right? Their decorations... Honestly, you could have lifted them off the uh, like bench. They decorated the benches and everything. You could have just nicked them. They were all battery powered. Like you think, if it was in England, they'd have all just been lifted. Just been but gone. in New York, they're just like, nah, it looks beautiful. Leave it. I like. Yeah, that. fair dues. Nice, fair dues. But no, I mean the the. I think the pranks or what do you call them? The booby traps in um, yeah. in Home Alone Two are far more brutal. And I just think, I just think the film in general. I just, I love the Plaza Hotel, the Talk Boy as well, which I was obsessed with and even had. Did one. you have one? Oh, I had. I didn't Did just have what, mate. I had the Talk Boy Deluxe, and yeah. I had the Talk Boy pen, which was confiscated Good on job. the first day back from school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to get my dad to go in and 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 get it back for me. But yeah, unbelievable scenes. But on to number two. Courtney John, what's going in your list as your number two favourite Christmas movie of all time? Well, this is weird because I'm going home alone, one, bruv. Okay, it's, okay, it's, like yeah, it. It's amazing. It's, it's such a beautiful film. It's amazing. I, lo- I love Macaulay Culkin. It's got so many famous scenes, you know, slapping himself with the aftershave and screaming. Uh, when he runs away for you know when they call him a shoplifter and he runs away from the policeman over the ice and does his little skid like everything yeah, about a, that film was amazing. Classic. Now, did you see Home Alone one or Home Alone two first? Because I I'm think... wondering if that might be because they are so similar. Like, because obviously yeah, I it's... saw Home Alone one first and that's my favorite. It's but difficult. It, I reckon if to... you score two first, you'd you'd pick yeah. two. 
I don't know. I don't know actually because he came out. I was very young, but I do. Yeah. Thing is, I love Home Alone. I absolutely love Home Alone. I just, I maybe have watched it too many times, and then new, like just New York. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I just love New York City, and I just love, yeah. I love it, and I just like I could watch it on screen all day. Um, Did you grow you know, up hating uh, Buzz? Yeah, yeah. I, massively, I yeah. hated that guy. Hated oh yeah, well I don't know how you couldn't grow up hating Buzz because uh, he, he was a, a he true was trout horrible, sniffer. Wasn't he? he was, he was, yeah, he was grim as well. He was, he was just a grim <laughs> character, grim guy. Beautifully played by, by the man in uh, question. But yeah, no, not for me. But do you know, it's funny because Macaulay Culkin, obviously, you know, didn't do much, did he? Once once the Home Alone films uh, finished, no. but I saw it. Uh, I went to watch Rambo. Devin Rattray. Devin Rattray. That was always the was Buzz. I went to watch uh, Rambo: Last Blood. Right, and I'm not yeah. gonna lie. This was one of, you know one of those moments where you say something and then you're like, oh, that's really funny, and then you start seeing it all over social media, and you're like, oh my god, I came up with that. You, <laughs> that, you must have had that moment. So basically, yeah, I shaved my head once, and six weeks later, Justin Timberlake did it, and I thought he knows. <laughs> Yeah, exactly like that yeah. uh, in Never Neverland. Um, and I, uh, so basically what happened was me and my dad went to watch Rambo Last Blood. Me and my dad, massive Rambo fans, huge Stallone fans, went to watch Rambo Last Blood, was heavily, heavily disappointed. Because if you remember Rambo 4, uh, which was the one in like 2008, where it was in it was in Burma, I think it was, and it was so violent. Mm. It was It was amazing. And he comes and does Last Blood, and I was thinking, this is going to be sick. This is going to be amazing. Stallone, Revenge, Rambo, cannot wait. Um, and then it just was basically Rambo, because he was so old and slow, was just setting booby traps. So when I came out of the film, I turned to my dad and said, it shouldn't have been called Rambo Last Blood. It should have been called Home Stallone, right? And I was buzzing. I was like, you are a comedic genius, my friend. Right? And then suddenly, suddenly on social media, weeks later, uh, Kevin McAllister's face is being replaced with Sly Stallone. And above it, it's saying Home Stallone. And I'm like, this is a joke. I've missed out on some serious dollar. Um, But no, Home Alone is a fair, fair, fair shout. And I'm sure it's... Up there with many people's favourites. Um, Joe Pesci's Ma- brilliant in it as well, considering well, like, everything he did before, and then to come as this like comedic character. Yeah, such a and I love, different role for him. Because it was brilliant. Every role he had pre Home Alone, pretty much he he swore. Yeah, like, except for uh, I mean, there was my cousin Vinny, but he was still playing like a dodgy lawyer, wasn't he? he wasn't, yeah, like, yeah, and he still swore in that, but he was yeah. you know because he struggled so much to to control his swearing. He that's mm. why they're retro, 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 retro. Oh that's yeah, that's why yeah. he did that to try and, that like, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to try and ease the swearing. Uh, so in it too for me. And I don't think there's going to be any surprises here. Um, it is the the Christmas movie for all ages, even though someone on Facebook was not a fan. It's Will Ferrell as Elf. Um, Great film. It's just... It's, it, I mean, the, the my only worry for Elf is because I don't really think there has been such a culturally 
massive Christmas movie since that. There's been some great ones. I think there's been mm. some really good Christmas movies, like Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, very good. Yeah, uh, Arthur good. Christmas, again, Arthur Christmas is brilliant. See, that's um, one of the ones I'm not keen on. Oh, I loved Arthur not Christmas. Was, keen on it. was it James McAvoy's voice as Arthur Christmas? Which yeah. Is slightly, yeah. I, I get no, that. I watch, don't get me wrong. Oshin loves it, so I watch it every year. But it's just not one that I'd be excited yeah. to. I, I like to Arthur Christmas. Did, did, but there's look, and then there's Get Santa, where Jim Broadbent plays Father Christmas, who gets locked up. I don't know if you've seen that. That's really good. Um, there's, there's, like obviously take our shouts here even the ones that are not in our top three but I don't think there's been a bigger film a bigger Christmas film than Elf and it, and it, every mm. year Elf memes Elf clips obviously this year Asda have had Buddy the Elf you know yeah. kind of in their advert or it's just a clip of him from the film in it and they've, they've done the CGI whiz on it and, and I'm worried that maybe one day we'll just get kind of overdone and it might get I mean I think if if he was to ever do a sequel to a movie now people may have a go at me here and say he shouldn't do a sequel to Elf why should he do a sequel to Elf well because we all want to so see it we can it. have another one and yeah and then if, if Will Ferrell was to have a kid like a funny kid him and his yeah. and, and, and his missus who, who he was singing with if they were to have a kid and name it I don't know Jimmy and then Jimmy was played by, I don't know, Jonah Hill. Then you've got, you've got like... Jonah Hill's as old as me, bruv. You're going to play Will Ferrell's kid. Or that kid from Stranger Things, I don't know. Jonah Hill, what a shout. Someone young, someone young. That kid from Stranger Things. Yeah, but something no, that so, neither of us know anything about. No, I know, I know. I just know there's one with Curly. Yeah, that's all. Um, so yeah, Elf. I mean, it's quotable in it. Everyone talks about mm. it. Santa, all of that jazz. Um, anything with Phase on Love. I watch Phase on Love all day. I think. He's yeah, it's, it's 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 just a, it's a great film. So we've we've come to the part of the episode. Our numero uno, uh, Cotney John. What is your number one favourite Christmas movie of all time? I've got to be in agreement with, I think her name was Claire on a group, uh, Santa Claus the movie. Absolutely. Now, you won't remember this because you're just a bit too young. Santa Claus the movie was Elf at the time. It was that big. It was massive. Were you alive when it came out? It was such a popular film. Uh, I think I was just alive. When did it come out? It's it came 85. out in yeah, 1985, so yeah. Yeah, so I was two. and um, But I've, I watched it. We, we had it on VHS, like, from in my memory. I've always had it. I've, there's never been a point in my life where I haven't had this film. Right. And it's uh, Dudley Moore, Patch the Elf. <clears throat> Very similar to the story of Elf, actually. He... Uh, Except he really is an elf. Uh, but he leaves the North Pole because he thinks he's messed up and he goes to the city, ends up in New York. And uh, all hilarity ensues, you know. And uh, David Huddleston <laughs> is, to me, what hilarity looks like. <laughs> hilarity ensues, brother. But, yeah, David Huddleston <laughs> well, do you know what? is, you know, the... what. 
I'm just going to make a Christmas confession. Uh, never right. seen it. I can't believe you've never seen it. That's ridiculous. That I, I, I don't want people listening to this thinking, I listen heard. I listen to a movie podcast with these two not knowledgeable, relatively attractive middle-aged men. Uh, but I've got to be honest with you, uh, it's just one that, that, yeah, I just felt it looked a bit Mate, too I, dated. I still hum the tune when I'm putting up my Christmas decorations. I've got Die Hard on. I'll just be sat there humming to myself. And that, cause, and that's how it goes. Like, and it's in the film so much and it gets in your head. My family hated it because I used to watch it all the time when I was little. Like August, I'd be watching Santa Claus the movie. And uh, they used to take the mickey out of that song and used to, because uh, I used to hum it then as well. So, yeah, I think I ruined it for a lot of people because I watched it so much, but it is absolutely... Well, oh, it's, it, to me, it's Christmas. It's the ultimate Christmas film. Well, I will make a promise to you and the listeners now that over the next mm. couple of weeks, I will do my darndest to watch that movie. You need to watch it. Was it. Always and, and let it was Isla always on. It was always on. I will yeah. watch it with Isla, I promise. Um, on to my number one. My number one was uh, just a swift nine years after John's number one. A very similar title, to be fair. You might be on the same uh, wavelength here. It's the fantasy comedy, The Santa Claus. Tim Allen plays Scott Calvin. And this was for me. This was for me just a movie of my Christmas childhood because I always remember going to see it on cinema, absolutely loving it. And I loved it even more because my dad loved it so much. He was cry laughing, my dad. And I was loving yeah. just the fact that my dad was buzzing, I was buzzing. And I always remember, when your I think dad it was like, goes, the year. he goes, doesn't he? Oh, he, he goes big, speak. yeah. And then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he just was absolutely buzzing about it because he loves Tim <laughs> Allen. It was just, oh, it was just amazing. I loved it, and it was, it was pretty good effects at the time as well. Mm. Going through the chimney and all that. Obviously, you look at now, it looks well ridiculous. But at the time, you were like, "Whoa, is he actually going down there?" Um, we, we we watched it, and Oshie actually said he was like, "Dad, the effects in this are so bad; it just looks so old." And I was like, "What do you mean old?" <laughs> Yeah, you going this game out? Yeah, um, <laughs> fourteen. Um, yeah, so that that is is for me the go. I absolutely love it. Now it was followed by uh, the Santa Claus two. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. two thousand two. Maybe the Santa Claus three. The Escape Clause was roughly two thousand six, mm. seven, eight, something like that. Jack Frost. Never. Yeah, they never. They never quite hit the heights. And at the moment, actually, a brand new series streaming on Disney Plus. Uh, the Santa Clauses. Yeah. I haven't started which have that not, yet. Have you? Not started it even. No. Just once I'm settled in the new house, that's one of the first things I will yeah. be doing. But um, yeah, I always remember going to see it on cinema, then coming out. And then I think it was like a year later, it came out on VHS, and I was dry. I was I was, went through the the Tesco with my nana, and I saw it, and I was going mental. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to put this on my Christmas list. I hope Father Christmas gets it me." And then you know, obviously, opened it up on Christmas Day. There was the Santa Claus on video, and I was just oh. I was buzzing. The smell of a new VHS as well, delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> So there you have it, guys. Uh, my top three was Home Alone 2, Elf, and the Santa Claus. Cotney John's top three was, if I can remember, what was number three again? Die Hard. Die, Die Hard. Hard. Home Alone. Home Alone Santa 1. Claus, and Santa Claus the movie. 
If you've not seen the film, don't worry. These are movie plots in one sentence. Listen, we hope you enjoyed that rundown and some nostalgic throwbacks. Before we leave you on this festive of all occasions, a little movie tagline for you. And this is actually the tagline of the poster. Okay? All right. So I'm actually giving you the actual tagline. The actual tagline, right. Yeah. Are you ready? People ready if you're listening. Their Christmas will turn the town upside down. Okay, so I'll give you that one more time. Their Christmas will turn the town upside down. Okay, so I'll give you a second to have a little think about that, Courtney John. Well, I say uh, just a massive heartfelt thank you for your support over the last couple of months. Uh, through, you know, we've had illnesses, we've had hospital scares, we've had house moves, we've had so much going on, and we've worked really hard to try and bring you as constant, uh, you know, episodes as possible, going to the cinema as much as possible. We have loved it, um, and we hope you have too, and the messages we receive really does, uh, you know, mean the world to us. Uh, Keep supporting, keep sharing, make sure you follow the podcast on Spotify, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Leave a review. Do all of that jazz. And and obviously, don't forget to check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all things dad and parenting related, uh, we are going to be back very, very soon. We hope you have the best Christmas ever, the happiest New Year ever, uh, and keep spreading our podcast because we love doing this. We love speaking to you and we love hearing your views on movies. But before we go, uh, Courtney John, have you got an answer for me? I think... Oh, I th- think i think it's a bit okay. tenuous but i think hit me up is it christmas with the cranks christmas with the cranks is correct it's a christmas yes! miracle christmas <laughs> with the cranks it's a christmas miracle great um, film great film watch christmas with the cranks yeah it's an overlook that's an overlooked film not over over overlooked it's been slated but it is hilarious again tim allen brilliant one of the christmas goats before we go one last thing can't believe i didn't mention this at the start of the episode uh as you may know a couple of weeks ago we went to see a movie a movie bros uh brand new comedy from billy eichner produced by judd apatow um, we went to see it. It's like a, 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 the first like gay rom-com that there's been a full LGBTQ plus, uh, cast, uh, first of its kind. And it was brilliant. We absolutely loved it. it. If you can, if you want film. to, if you've caught up on the podcasts or any podcast that you listen to, and you might be joining us on this one, go back to our bros episode. Cause you will love it. Now there's a little snippet of that episode where Cotney John talks about the impact that the movie had on him um, and continues to have on him in his daily life in terms of teaching the children at his school about uh, the history of LGBT, LGBTQ plus uh, and changing his sex education curriculum, which was amazing. Now, I posted that clip onto TikTok. Uh, if you're on TikTok... You're, a, you're Pod- a social media superstar, bruv. 
I'm trying, mate. I'm trying. But uh, at Podcast Parky, if you're on TikTok, I posted that clip to TikTok. Uh, it had roughly around about 30,000 views, um, which was a really, obviously, really chuffed with. A lot of people liked it. A lot of support for the comment and, and how we kind of dealt with the subject matter and things like that. And then unbelievably, a day last week, Billy Eichner, a.k.a. Billy on the Street, the voice of Timon, uh, from the the Lion King remake. He's been in all sorts. Uh, Parks and Rec. Shed. I love him in Parks and Rec. He Parks was the best thing about exactly, yeah. that, that last series. He was the best thing about it. He, he, amazing, amazing writer, actor, just everything. Mm. He shared the clip from Adam and Connie Jones' big movie he podcast. Did. He shared it not only on his Twitter to his over 2 million followers, he also shared it. Uh, on Instagram that had over 150,000 views. Uh, and I actually received a message from Billy Eichner uh, thanking me and thanking John for the clip. Not only that, uh, producer of such and director of such classics as um, Knocked Up. 40 Year Old Virgin. 40 Year Old Virgin. Judd Apatow put that clip on his Instagram story, which was just, I mean, what a plus for Adam and Connie John's big movie podcast that there are going to be some serious names and some serious (laughs) talent that has seen Connie John's face on their phone or screen, which is a scary, scary thought. Um, But, you know, we wouldn't be here if, if people didn't listen. So if you're listening to this now, we thank you. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a very, very happy new year. I will leave... I will leave the final word during this festive episode, as I used to do on our old episodes, to Mr. Cockney John. Yeah, all I want to say is it's tough times for everyone this year. When you ask kids, and I know this as a teacher, when they come back in in January and we ask them how their Christmas was, they never tell me what presents they got. They always tell me, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, went to see Minan. We, you know, we had a family party. We had a get-together. You know, Daddy might have had a few too many beers and fallen over. The Christmas tree lights stopped working. But everything they say has a smile on their face. And none of it includes what you've had to pay for. So don't sell yourself short this year. I know it's tough. It's tough in my houses. I'm sure it's tough in your houses too. But that's what matters it's the memories if it's snowing like we've had recently get them out on a walk make sure you get cuddled up and watch these films and give them the memories that we have like i said these new films they're not made for us they're made for your kids so enjoy them with your kids and just have an absolutely fantastic christmas merry christmas everyone and a happy new year Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. In a bit. (laughs) I'll ruin the end.